Hello and welcome into another episode of the Dynasty Dogs podcast brought to you by Win Daily Sports. I'm your host, Rich McAteer. Alongside me, as always, is Mike Anthony, and we've got a lot to go, go over. We're going to try to make this episode a little longer than Aaron Rodgers' Jets career. We've, <laughs> we've, got, we've got a ton of injuries to go over. We've got Joe Burrow's contract, and we got our final division for the dog tags in the doghouse. But first, let's kick it over to Mike. He's got the uh, the old scroll of all the injuries that went on after the first two weeks of football. What do you got, Mike? All right. So for actually before week one, Cooper Cup was sent to the IR. So we're not going to see him until after week four. So uh, grab Surprise. your Nakua shares while you can. <laughs> he was – I don't know if you saw, he had like 15 targets. I think Washington it was 10 Payne, receptions. Man. Flash in the pan. I I don't know. I really like Puka. I liked him pre-draft also. They liked getting the ball to him. At BYU, they liked getting the ball to him. Kind of let him, you know, kind of Debo-esque end around, stuff like that. It was fun. It was fun to see watching him. No, he he had a great game. Put up some numbers. Uh, Another one that got hurt during the game last week is Deontay Johnson dealing with a hamstring injury. Could miss four weeks. I don't know if they're going to pup him or what. Uh, they haven't really said as of yet, but that just, you know, the Steelers look really bad on offense on Sunday. Yeah, I think they were just overmatched. I think they just were overmatched, uh, yeah. um, outplayed, overmatched, which is crazy by a, a uh, Mr. Irrelevant, but yeah, they got outplayed they, not much. Well, they, uh, they also ran into a buzzsaw of that defense, too, but I, mm-hmm. I expected them to look better than they did the Pittsburgh offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Matt Canada sucks. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like J.K. Dobbins also is going to have an Achilles injury. I think mm-hmm. his career or his fantasy slash dynasty career is mostly over at this point. Yeah, I appreciate I that think... a lot <laughs> as a guy who had him starting um, I, and went heavy he on wide receivers points. more. Yeah, but I went I went kind of the route of take good wide receivers and a great quarterback, and I'll take guys like Dobbins and look what happens. Well, to be fair, I mean, that's still the right move. Yeah. You know, building your young wide receivers with a, uh elite young quarterback was still the right decision. Uh, it is unfortunate for J.K. Dobbins because we're never really going to see his true potential because it just seems like every year right, was another something. thing. Mm-hmm. He looked, I, I think, he looked yeah. I think if you have him on your dynasty rosters, if you can move him, do it. Like I saw him getting moved for like a third like if I'm a guy who just you know was rebuilding and maybe I want to take a shot on J.K. Dobbins for a third round pick, I might as well just take a flyer. So then, my question to you is: Would you take J.K. Dobbins for a third round pick? I'll send it right now. I'll send it uh, right over to you. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to think about it. But I mean, again, like people were sending me J.K. Dobbins for a second in, uh, in other leagues, and I I just was like, I'm not paying a second right now. But yeah. then I saw him get moved for a third. You know, later on, maybe I right. could have, maybe I could have uh, looked into that a little further, but I really wasn't that interested because we just don't know, like what his career is going to hold at this point. It's just you know ACL injuries, Achilles injuries, and that's crazy, right? Like if you watch some guys, like they go through their whole career and don't do a single thing to their knees to their Achilles, and you got this guy who like plays two games, blows something out, plays another game, blows something <laughs> out. It's like Jesus Christ, dude. What the hell's going on? You need to drink some milk or something. 
He looked um, great at Ohio State, and then you know he he was he was promising, and then he even looked good in that are. game on Sunday before he got hurt. Yeah, I know he put he gave me like thirteen before he blew out his Achilles. But well, speaking of Achilles injuries, uh, we had the career of like as you mentioned of Aaron Rodgers take about seventy five seconds before he blew out his Achilles. <laughs> uh, yeah, you never want to see a guy get injured, but I don't. I I'm not the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan to say the least. Mm-hmm. Never want to see a guy get injured. Um, just, it's it's brutal. It really is. Uh, and I know a lot of people were counting on him to carry their dynasty slash fantasy rosters, you know, especially as like a quarterback two for super flex leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks. And I do think he comes back next year. Everything that we're reading so far mm-hmm. is that he'll be back. But I mean, at yeah. 39, 30, what is how old I think is he's he? 39. Yeah. Um, He's definitely, I think you don't even have to read anything about it. I think the way it ended, he's definitely coming back. There's no way a guy like him, you know, with his ego and the way he plays is he's going to go out with an Achilles injury and then never be seen again. That's not his, in his DNA. He's going to come back and he's going to be like, well, look at me. I'm, you know, better than ever. Um, And take that Jets team to who knows where, but. I, for the most part, didn't like the whole fact that he pretty much was kind of like the GM mm-hmm. of the Jets and kind of help people hostage, you know, bring my guys in. Like, you know, my guy, Elijah Moore, uh, got shipped out. Well, that was which, more for Elijah Moore than yeah, it was Aaron yeah, Rodgers. No, I know. But, I mean, he would have never fit with Aaron Rodgers. He Aaron Rodgers wants his guys. He wants Randall Cobb. True. He's got Randall Cobb taking up, you know. Um, money that could have gone to a tackle, probably or a lineman that would have kept helped. him afloat. Yeah, that would have helped him. Uh, you know, play another game, play actually out of the first minute of a game. So let's talk about real quick before we get to Joe Burrow. <laughs> let's talk about two players that this kind of affects. Um, what did you th- did you watch the game? What which game? The Jets game. The, no, I was working. Okay, so. Obviously, you know Zach. Well, Wilson's bits and bits and pizzas. I watch it because yeah. you know my boy Zach. Bits and pizzas. Pizza? Yeah. What did you say? Bits and pieces. It certainly sounded like you said pizza. You're getting um, a little... I haven't eaten dinner yet. Maybe I did say pizza. <laughs> uh, but Zach Wilson obviously came in. Um, <laughs> didn't look great. Didn't look bad. Kind of just looked like, you know, Man. I wouldn't say Zach Wilson of old because he was more willing to, you know, run the ball. Not like he did put some ones in danger, but uh, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't that great either, but. I am. I don't know why, but I like Zach Wilson so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just we think, did say on here a few weeks ago to trade for him, possibly. Yep. Yeah, he was a guy I liked, and I was pissed that he got drafted in our league. Um, I just think he got kind of like a raw deal. Not. I mean, it's hard to say raw deal because he was drafted two overall, but it's like I don't think he should have been drafted that high. I think mm-hmm. he was a guy that kind of should have sat behind someone. Like if Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt, this would be fantastic for him. Right, but since he's hurt, he's kind of like, you know, shit out of luck almost. Um, but I do think he has potential. I think well, he could yeah. potentially, yeah. I think I don't think he's you know a dud. I don't think he's a bust yet. You really have you have such a small sample size, mm-hmm. and if you build him with Garrett Wilson with um, Brees Hall, that's a nice little you know trio you got going on there. Speaking of Brees Hall, before I get to the next person, he looked good. You hate Brees Hall. Get out of here. No, I love Brees Hall. It's just I was worried about that ACL injury. I will say he broke off like a, I don't know, 80-yard run 
right? Mm-hmm. I seen he got, that. Yeah, he got tackled from behind. If he doesn't have that ACL injury last year and he didn't, you know, miss time, I bet he makes that. Do you think so, or do you think it's oh, just that's a far? No. That's a long ass distance to run. No, I'm guaranteeing you that that injury had effect on that yeah. one. Yeah, even if it's not even like the forty. <laughs> even if it wasn't like. <laughs> He got get you know he he hasn't really played he hasn't really practiced much leading up to this so I mm-hmm. think he might have just gotten gassed it happens you yeah. know but he he did look damn good um I could be wrong about that one but we'll see it was the first game you know yeah and then he'll get stronger as the weeks go by mm-hmm. um, uh, the next person I want to talk about besides Zach Wilson is Garrett Wilson uh, how do you think this affects him dude I'm like. I don't want to bitch, but like, um, between I have Garrett Wilson and I have, um, JK Dobbins. It's like, dude, come on. It's like, I'm like week two and I'm like, well, better luck next year. Um, I, everyone had him top five as wide receiver, except for me. I didn't have him top five. Um, I had, I drafted him because he was the best wide receiver available. Um, I think it affects him for sure. Um, just because he kind of was growing with Rogers in the, you know, um, off season and in preseason and camp and all that. Um, and it would be a learning, it's a learning curve, you know, with you're going from Aaron Rodgers, which as much as it pains me to say it, one of the best quarterbacks ever to play to a guy who's unproven and has a lot of raw talent who can throw the ball a mile, you know, a mile, but he has to work on the touch and the accuracy and dropping it in the bucket like Aaron Rodgers can. Right. So I think it does definitely take a toll on Wilson because, you know, those those catches that only Rodgers can make and I mean those passes that only Rodgers can make and the catches only Wilson can make are not going to be the same as with Zach Wilson to Wilson. The Wilson Wilson connects. So I a lot of people are worried about uh, Garrett Wilson currently. And and I get it because of Zach Wilson. It's like Wilson and mm-hmm. Wilson. But uh I'm not overly concerned. So I pulled up what Garrett Wilson's stats were like with Zach Wilson. Uh, including this past game. He had that. The only touchdown he has with Zach Wilson was this last game. <laughs> so he averages uh, 3.9 receptions, 6.1 targets, 48.1 yards, and only has one touchdown. So again, the, most of this is included, or most of this is Garrett Wilson's rookie season, right? Right. So I wonder, I, I imagine those target numbers are going to go up. A little bit. I was going to ask you that. Um, so with those numbers you just read me, does that sound like top five wide receiver numbers like everyone's saying? Well, six, no. Six tar- right, that's what I'm saying. Well, no. Six targets. We're talking about a rookie wide receiver, right? Right. Where 90% of this came from besides one game. So right. I would say I could – listen – I had him as a top five dynasty wide receiver. There was a chance he could be top five wide receiver points scored this year, but I more or less had him as a top five dynasty wide receiver, and I still see that. Okay. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. But I don't. I'm not as panicked as everybody else. I think if they can get him to that seven, maybe to nine targets, where he ends up with like six catches and sixty yards, maybe a touchdown, he's still going to have a solid, very solid season. Mm-hmm. You know, he might not have that top five, top 12 potential because of that, but he's still going to have wide receiver two numbers. He's still, he has the talent to be a top 12 guy. No, right. no doubt in my mind, but it's just, is again, I've been the kind of guy who is talent over, uh, talent over 
what's the word? I'm a little out of it, but talent over uh, where you are, talent over your surroundings. I think he can talent he over can the win. quarterback that you I, you've said this before. Yeah, talent over what your Situation. quarterback is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm a little out of it. We'd, we'd walk through. You're, let for everyone who's listening. Michael went through um, major back surgery. Um, what three days ago? Four days ago? Yeah, the twelfth, yeah. I guess September twelfth, right? September eleventh. September eleventh, and this is how dedicated the Dynasty Dog is. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah, it's struggling over here. Very, so very, for, very. Forgive sleepy. us. Uh, forgive us. Again, I'm talent over situation. I think he can. I think he can win out this year. So actually, sidebar to this, there's another wide receiver that we. We're very high on the both of us uh, that put up a goose egg. Who are you more comfortable with right now? Drake London or Garrett Wilson? Oh my God. It's like, it's like drag rich through a <laughs> bottle of bottles of broken glass. Guess who else I have on my goddamn yeah. fantasy team? I have Drake London too. So it's okay. <laughs> you sound like F on London. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> did dude. you notice that's my picture on sleeper? Is it? Yeah. I gotta look. Um, no, that kind of like really, really, really sucked. Um, I think it's more or less Desmond Ritter doesn't look too good. No. Um, but yeah, a goose egg, I wasn't expecting that, to say the very least. Not only does Desmond Ritter not look good, they're more interested in obviously running the football than yeah. throwing it. Which I'm more, con- I'm more concerned coming. with London. Yeah. What about long term? Are you concerned? <laughs> For both of them, really. Hmm. Well, I think, I think inevitably, I think Zach Wilson is better than Desmond Ritter. So, in long term, if you look at it, if they don't want to go with Ritter, they're going to have to start over again. So that's a long process for the wide receiver in Drake London to try to get acclimated. So I'm more worried about London in the long term than Garrett Wilson. Um, but I think London is a quarterback away from you know being the next in the next, you know, realm of Tier guys. wide receiver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's missing that because dude. And I've been saying it to you for years. One of our buddies is a really a big Falcons fan and they oh, continuously this weekend. Yeah. They continuously take the big flashy position guy, whether it be um, London, whether it be Kyle Pitts, whether it be B. John Robinson. And each year you had a chance to take a quarterback and kind of groom him. And they haven't done that, and they, now they're they're going with Ritter, and he looks as useful as a rubber beak on a woodpecker. So I, I gonna be I, honest I don't, with I don't you know. though, I'm gonna say it on here: the Atlanta Falcons win that division. Uh, hot take alert! That's not a hot take. That division is pretty damn bad, and that that defense. I mean, it was Br- they Bryce beat out the Saints, huh? You think, I think they, they beat could, out the yeah. Saints? I think I don't know, could. just because I think Derek Carr is better than any quarterback they have in that division by a lot. hundred oh, percent. But that and Falcons defense is not bad. No, it's, no, it's not. not bad. But I mean, if you can't put up any points. Uh, well, if, if the other team ain't getting on the field because they're running yeah. the ball down your throat. Yeah. We'll see. But um, let's get into the last bit of news that we have that Joe Burrow contract. You mentioned he is now the highest paid quarterback in the league. Five years, 275 million. And he goes out and lays a goose well, not a goose egg, but a shitty fantasy performance against the Cleveland Browns. Again, dragging me through glass. <laughs> I'm in a lot. I'm in a lot of leagues. Four leagues, to be precise. I'm in six. And- what did you? So real quick, what did you go 
this week, like record wise. <laughs> one and one and three. I went four and six. Four and six. Uh, what? Four four out of six. Four. Oh, wins, I was going to say you two got losses. Tw- <laughs> yeah, sorry. I should. You got ten I leagues. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Um. So I went one for three, but I had there's a caveat to it. My one loss was in our non PPR league, which is <laughs> I might as well be trying to figure out how to read, you know, a different language because that is completely new to me. Um, so that's going to be a learning curve for me for sure. Um, and then the combination of Joe Burrow shit in the bed, Drake London putting up a goose egg, you know, all that encompasses how my week went. <laughs> yeah. Joe Burrow went out there 14 of 31, 82 yards and zero touchdowns. Yeah. Led to a 3.2 fantasy performance. Like I never oh, thought I'd see that. I, I can show you. I got, I got it right here. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this is fantastic. But he, I mean, week, week. you know, we say this, but he earned that money. He's definitely yeah. worth that money. And I don't think that's, that's, that is a, a phenomenon that's not going to happen again. Oh, he, you he's going to yeah, go out there. Hope, right? <laughs> yeah. He's going to go out there and he's going to show out. Um, I love Joe Burrow. He's, he's fantastic. Hence why I took him. Um, yeah, that's not going to happen again. He's worth the money. He's worth all that 200, all every penny of that 275. Um, which brings me to what I said in, you know, why I had this guy up in the air. Remember when we went over our wide receivers, I left T Higgins off because I didn't mm-hmm. know exactly what was going to happen with him. And then ever since saying that, or that episode we did, I've seen, you know, he's not coming back. He's he's going to be going here. He's going to be going there. His situation's kind of up in the air. And he may be going somewhere and he'd be the number one guy. So that's going be the to New be, York Giants new wide receiver. That's going to be something to watch. I mean, we know the Giants. The Giants are a bunch of, you know, Stunad. So they, they ain't going to pick up a guy. They ain't going to pick him up. Uh, all right. So let's, let's talk about last night's game, our Philadelphia Eagles. You want to lead us off with that? Okay. So, I mean, they play, they won. They won a game, which was, you know, 34, 28, 34, 28. Hurrah, hurrah. Um, but, oh my God, that offense. It's like watching, it, I'd rather watch a T-ball game. I think it's like, oh my God, it's so boring and dry. And I, I heard on the radio this morning, I, um, someone called in and said they seen more of 2021 Jalen hurts than they did last was, year. Jalen hurts. So that's, and I said that, to, I said that to Matt. The other day when we were watching, <laughs> I'm like, dude, and you know, he's like, no, no, you know, just get getting getting used to the game, getting used to the the new coordinator, this and that. And I'm like, I'm seeing 2021 where I couldn't stand Jalen Hurts. So I wouldn't go that far, like where you're saying you can't stand, mm-hmm. can't stand him. But no, I like him. I'm 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 on board with him. But my my fear was so I was talking to a buddy of ours. Um, that throw to Devontae Smith on the first drive where he underthrew it, where if he mm-hmm. would have put that a little further out, that's a touchdown. No yeah. doubt in my mind. What the hell is that, going on? That reminded me of 2021, uh, 2021 Jalen Hurts, not 2022, because that arm strength was there last year. Yeah. Where did it go? Is it is it like the design? Is it? I, 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 Maybe I can it's tell you. Working the rust off of not like. Maybe. And you know, I said that last season. Yep, I said that last night. I said I think he needs a whether it be you know a drive on the last preseason game or you know a quarter on the last or the first uh, first quarter last quarter whatever he needs to come in and knock the rust off the arm. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, I get it. You can throw bombs in, in practice to get your arm loosened up, but you're never going to be able to translate that, translate to practice a guy running at you to try to take your head off. Right. So you need to just, even if it's for a series, get it, get them back into that mindset. And it looks like it's like he's going to take weeks to, you know, fire up. And I don't think I'm that patient. We're from Philadelphia. I don't think any of us are that patient. Um, I'm going to be patient. Now, mind you, I'm not jumping off a cliff. They are 2-0. and But it is a very frustrating game to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm so – we're so used to last year. High right? power He's scoring. throwing off – high power, throwing the ball. And he seems like he's stepping up in the pocket a lot more. Last night. Which anyway. is not a bad thing. It's not, but he, but I mean, he's taking hits in it, or he's taking, a, he's running for a half a yard, instead of you know, kind of moving back, moving over, finding out what you have down the field, getting away from the defenders. He's stepping up into the defenders and then not throwing the ball. So it's frustrating, but I mean, it's something we're gonna have to work through. It's week, it's week two, going on week three. Let's not jump off a cliff. So but again, that's what we do. Hurts, hurts last night, eighteen to twenty three, hundred ninety three yards. One touchdown, one interception. Uh, that interception was awful. Thrown in a mm-hmm. double coverage. I don't know what he was looking at. There were two defenders right there. Yeah. Not 100% sure what he was looking at. But um, we mentioned that we don't like the offense currently. One thing I did notice that I liked was when they realized the passing game was not working or wasn't working as effectively as I guess they wanted it to, they started handing the ball off more. Right. right? Which... Stock up on DeAndre jo- uh, DeAndre, DeAndre DeAndre Swift. Did, did, who was on, who was on my bench, dude? Yeah. It's like this is like this episode is like all yeah. of, as my fantasy turns. It's like <laughs> I had him on my bench and he had twenty seven. So they started handing the ball off to DeAndre Swift, and he really uh, like last night. He looked really good. He looked patient. Nick. He was hitting the holes. He was elusive. He was twenty eight uh, for one seventy five and a touchdown. And I, it, it was good last night. Now, does that give you the clear answer of who should be number one running back? I mean, yeah, Ken Gainwell wasn't bad either before he got hurt last week. No, I mean, he wasn't bad, but he's he's. I don't think he puts up that performance. And I also think they went to him way too much in the first um, mm-hmm. game of the season. And it kind of like, it wasn't going great. And they continued to go to the well that was already dry. But, um, yeah, I don't... Now I'm, I'm offense with offense off besides running the football. Yeah. And speaking of running backs, um, Rashad Penny cost me $700 last night. Super <laughs> pissed about it. Hole. Because of that hold that, uh, um, AJ Brown touchdown would have been the touchdown I needed and the yards to put me over for my $700 parlay. And it was a holding. I was Look. irate. So we're going to get into AJ Brown here in a second. So Devante went off last night. Four mm. for th- one thirty-one and a touchdown. Man, he is looking good. He is looking real good. I know, dude. And as an Eagles fan, it pains me to say I took Waddle over Smith. Devonta, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, okay. Took- it's there's really you. I, I can't fault you for that. Dev- Waddle's gonna have his moments. I, I would. Yeah. But we did say AJ Brown really upset last night with Jalen Hurts and the mm-hmm. offense. And Which I think Twitter a, made that a lot uh, bigger than it um, is, thank dude. God, thank God you said that because there has been <laughs> overreaction to that mm-hmm. all and, over the place. 
and it's um it's a lot of so we get it because we live here Mm -hmm. and it's like we see we watch and we listen we have our hands in every sort of facet there is for for eagles football but like when you look on twitter from guys from like you know other places you're like oh my god aj brown was i didn't see anything from here i did i did you i I saw people calling aj brown a diva he's a wide receiver dude and 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 he's not even doesn't even strike a diva we we know what a diva wide receiver looks like (laughs) yeah true he does not even He's not even close to that. For one, for starters, AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts are f- super close. They're like really good friends. So it's like me and you arguing with each other. We Which argue. With, often. We, we've argued with each other since we were in the third grade. <laughs> I mean, is it a big deal? No, we get over it in a, in you know twenty minutes anyway. Right. That people are looking at this like, oh my god, is he is he going to does he want to demand a trade? What the, what the shut up. Right. Why are you trying to they create things that isn't are, that aren't there? Yeah, so they, that's they want annoying. the clicks, they want the views, they want all this shit. Yeah. My yeah. thing is the offense, we've said it three times during this episode. The offense was not good last night, right? No. At points. AJ Brown is upset because he's not getting the ball. The offense is bad. He's trying to win. What 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 is wrong with that picture? I he, love that. He, he kind of looks like he's afraid. Which is <laughs> weird. Like he, Jalen, uh, Jalen Hurts. He's like, okay. I thought you meant AJ like, Brown. I was like, oh, no, no he's not afraid. He said, but he's like kind of like more cautious. And okay. I don't really get it because last year he like went out there with confidence and was firing the ball. And he, he threw, he would drop back. And before he threw the ball, he knew his guy was going to throw to catch the ball and he knew he was going to make that throw. And I'm not getting that sense mm. uh, from the past, you know, two games. He's kind of more hesitant. We so, got to also chill with those friggin' QB draws. And option plays. Uh, yeah, the QB draws that go nowhere, that go yeah. like one yard. They, they go, so, we, I mean, I get it, dude. I get it. Jalen Hurts is so good with the ball in his hands, but it's not working. How many it's times not. did you see him take those and, and take a hit? Scrimmage? Yeah. Yeah, that. And he took he took a lot of hits, dude. Mm-hmm. He's taking a lot of hits. And for the love of God, if I see Marcus Mariota, <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm going to count down the days till the usfl starts up again because there's no way i can watch marcus Mariota. he needs he has he didn't slide once last night i don't think no he, he took too bounds, many hits yeah but he took too many hits um i think the play calling's dry it's very you know you know rudimentary and boring and mm-hmm. you know it's just a it's just so so different from like what we're used to last year Mm-hmm. And I hope it changes. I really hope it does. Because if it keeps going, I don't know if Brian Johnson is going to be offensive coordinator oh. for long. <laughs> I like, hope it's not, like, it it's like a hard – you're like in a hard – you're in between a rock and a hard place. You're 2-0, but your offense fucking stinks. Like right. you're looking at it and you're like, okay, the score doesn't match what I'm watching. Like your brain can't fig- like connect the two. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay, we're up by like two touchdowns. We're great. But like – well, if. Let me it's ask you this: if the, if the defense doesn't cause those four turnovers, or those four, Which, what was it, four fumbles, something like that, would you think we're still like, do we win that game? Um, that I don't, I don't know because <laughs> really I mean, it, it, the offense wasn't clear. like they got bailed out so many times by the defense, which mind you is missing went into the game missing what six guys, five guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we were going to get into the Vikings offense in a second. Um, Talk about that as well. They missed. They were missing. 
they were missing a lot of guys last night, but that defensive line, dude, is fantastic. Uh, well, okay. You, you don't yeah. think so? Dude, I think besides yeah, the mm, Okay. I think the D-tackles and Josh Sweat were very good last night. I was going to say, D- yeah, so the defensive line? Well, where are the, the rest ends? of your ends? Yeah. Well, Hassan Reddick Reddick was invisible. He was kind of he was kind of being held the whole damn time. And no uh, dude, I, I hate that because somebody said that on Twitter to me, and I was just thinking to myself, when is there not a hold on a right. play? Right? We saw him win a million times last year. He has come off on a really slow start. So my question to that would be the injury. Do you think it's do you no, do you think it's a slow start because it's a slow start, or do you think it's a slow start because you're used to last year before Jalen Carter was in there being an absolute menace? Mm-hmm. That that maybe he's just beaten every Jalen Carter is a Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis are playing a lot more snaps, so I think they're getting they're getting kind of more of the spotlight and they're getting to the ball, so it's kind of like taking a load off of Hassan Reddick, I think. So I watched a lot. So I was watching the ends a lot last night. So Josh Sweat had that strip sack, great play. He really didn't do much other than that, but that's all he really needs to do at this point. Which is but, insane because Josh Josh Sweat was the highest rated defensive end coming out of high school. It's just it, people forget about that. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, uh, I was thinking Reddick about that was last night. Reddick was not existent. Sweat was good besides, or wasn't great besides that play. Uh, Nolan Smith really a non-factor. Derek Barnett. I don't even really think he played. Factor. Who? Derek Barnett? No, no Nolan Smith. Smith. Yes, he did. He played. He I mean, there. I seen him in a couple plays, but like. I remember saying, I'm like, where the hell is Nolan Smith at? I, dude, like, I, I will say like, our, edge, our edge rushers were getting bodied last night. I, yeah. I spent a lot of time watching them. But uh, let's get into the, the Viking side of the game. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, 31 for 44, uh, 364 yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> That's Who started him? <laughs> me. <laughs> Did you know? He's such, yeah. a, he's such a fantasy quarterback. Right. But like, if you have them, like, if you're a Minnesota fan, you're like, God, I can't wait till this guy's fucking out of here. Um, Alexander Madison, <laughs> absolute doghouse, eight for twenty-eight, three catches for eleven yards. Man, he is bad. <laughs> I don't want to get into because uh, I read a lot into Madison, and I don't want to get into exactly what was said on Twitter. But there was a lot. Of, did you read that? Did you see that? The the racial racially um, uh, no, motivated that. things that were sent to Alexander Madison. And if you're that kind of person and that kind of quote unquote fan, I think it, I go for, say this for everyone. You're a, you're a scumbag and need to really, mm-hmm. really reevaluate, evaluate yourself oh, because the things I, I read were absolutely disgusting. It's a football game, dude. And that's exact at the end of the day, it's a football game and right. they had a bad game. So, you know, for, to come at someone and be racially, you know, motivated for those things, it's it disgusted me. So, um, as as an Eagles fan, but as a as a fan of people in general, I'm with Alexander Madison, and I don't think anyone should ever have to go through what was sent to him. So, yeah, I, can't, I didn't I didn't see any of that. It's disgusting. That, just that, that Twitter, disgusting. Look it up. Look it up on Twitter. I don't um, even know if I disgusting. want to. That just might piss me off. Mm-hmm. But he did not have a good football game last night. Uh, that is somebody I have not been in on mm-hmm. for the entire offseason. Uh, he, he, I don't think he's going to be the answer for Minnesota at running back. And to think someone offered Alexander Madison to me for Calvin Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Justin Jefferson, 11 for 159. Wow, he just destroyed. He just destroyed a lot of our secondary besides Darius Slay last night. I mean, that's he's just he's Justin Jefferson, man. Jordan Addison, his name ain't Jalen Rager. It's Justin (laughs) Jefferson. Jordan Addison, three for one, uh, three for 72, one TD. Luckily, I started him over Drake London last night. Mm, that's that good worked move. out. And uh, I don't know if you saw yesterday, I tweeted out that the Eagles were struggling against tight ends. Uh, in New England, they gave up eight catches, 92 yards, and a touchdown to New England's tight ends. So I said, Oh, yeah. It's time, time to go out there and start Hawkinson. And what did he I do? Played, uh, I played against some pal. I seen it. Seven I'm catches, like, oh. 66 yards, and two TDs. And you know what? Man, in my I'm mind, right, I'm right. Yeah. In my mind, like last week when he signed that extension, I'm like, what the f- hell are they giving him that much money for? <laughs> and then why. he just came out and be like, this is why. Yeah. Um, they, I just kind of think he needed to get the hell out of de- uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I'm big on the, the, the scenery change. Um, and he kind of like, he kind of showed out. Like he showed the reason why he is, you know, I get, is he the highest paid tight end right now? He might be, yeah. I think, yeah, he, I think uh, so. maybe until, in, until Trav signs again. But I, I mean, that's going to be a different deal because he's what he's two years, he's 33, I think. He's two years older than I am. Something like that. Something like that. But um, I'm starting to think that the Eagles defense might be, uh, what's the word? Tight end startable. So if you have a tight end that you need to start and they're playing against the Eagles, it's probably a good idea to maybe throw yeah. them on in there because it's it's not looking great for the linebackers in the secondary right now. Well, because, that, I mean, that just goes to with, and I don't want to get too crazy into depth with just talking Eagles, mm-hmm. but, you know, how, how he just doesn't really put too much stock in the linebackers. And, and I said this last night to my buddy. I'm like, this is – you see now – why Nicobe Dean slipped to where he slipped. Mm-hmm. Because I, and during the draft, I remember I was mad. I was so mad for like 40 minutes. I'm like, damn, dude, like they, I really wanted Dean. Why didn't they take Dean? Why did, they know more than I do because they ended up with him. Where did they take him? The fourth round? Third or fourth round, Third yeah. Third or fourth? Yeah, okay. So now you see why. Because now he is, you know, on the shelf again. And – we're left with either me or you playing starting linebacker. Not so, me currently. I have zero football experience. Actually, I was a quarterback in college for my intramural flag football team. I was a quarterback <laughs> for my flag football team too, so that's all I got. That's all the experience I got, dude. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, you want to get into our dog tags in our dog house? Yeah, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll lead it off, I guess. All right. So I had the pleasure of looking at the Rams and looking at the San Francisco 49ers. And I guess I'll start with the 49ers. Um, kind of go off the cuff because, you know, I'm looking into these guys and I'm like, who can I, who, who are my guys that I like? Who are the guys I dislike? And I'm looking, I'm going to kind of, kind of combine them and say, you know, my guy is Brandon Ayuk, who's getting the tag and Debo Samuels in the house. And the reason I'm combining them is because I kind of see a change in guard, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I see, you know, with the addition of Christian McCaffrey, that kind of eliminates Samuels in around and, you know, quote unquote, you know, lining up as a running back, so to speak. And 
Brandon Ayu kind of looks like the guy that uh, we thought he was going to be, you know, two years ago. He's kind of coming into his own. He had a huge game last week. Um, Against a good defense, too. Yeah. Um, I forget what he finished as, but I kind of see them moving him. It's like kind of like you're like kind of edging Samuel out, and you're kind of moving Ayuk into the wide receiver one type role and solidifying his role as a wide receiver one. Um, I'm salty because I drafted him last year and redraft. So it was like a kind of like a year too soon this year. I kind of see good things for him. So if I'm a guy who has Debo, I'm trying to sell him. I'm trying I to agree. see what I can get. Um, you know, with, like I said, with the elimination of his running game, which was a huge, huge part, part of, it. of his fantasy, you know, stats and numbers. I think that is kind of, you know, eliminated at this point. And you got Ayuk, who is taking the reins at wide receiver, who said, I'm not going to change. I'm just going to be here and catch balls. And look at him. That's what he's doing. Um, so if I'm trying to buy, I'm buying stock in Ayuk. And if I'm trying to sell, I'm selling um, Samuel for whatever I can, I think. Because I can't see any more than you know an occasional 18-point game, but maybe an average of like 12 points, 13 points. With the majority share going to Ayuk, I was going to tell you that uh, Brandon Ayuk finished as wide receiver two. Okay, this past week, so that's huge. <laughs> that is yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah, it's a super small sample size, but you know, it's a sample size to say the least. Right, especially on a week where we had a lot of <laughs> wide receivers shit the bed. Yeah. Which is good to see. Uh, I am 100% with you on Debo. I am, uh, I've been out on Debo since this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been the biggest Debo guy. I think Me too. what you said is perfect. I think because of bringing CMC in, it brings obviously down his rushing attempts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, yeah, I th- I, I'm 100% with you. It's Ayuk's wide receiver room as of right now, in my opinion. So let me check right now. I'm going to click on that. And what are you looking for? Debo's points? Uh, no, I'm looking actually for like tra- a trade calculator. You pointed me towards the Dynasty Nerds app. So I'm very, very, very. Do you want me to do it real quick it? for you? Since I'm yeah, I just kind of wanted to see. Yeah, kind of wanted what to Debo's see being what traded get. for. Like when I type them in, it comes up as like. A, a 50 man trade and I'm like what the hell is going on <laughs> yeah a lot of, that happens sometimes um, oh, oh there oh. you go yeah, I was in the wrong part right, so we're going to do this uh, uh, what the hell dynasty do you do super flex or do you do PPR I do super flex just because that's okay. becoming the Let's see. popular choice so okay I got it so this is Yikes, Team A. Team A receives Calvin Ridley. Team B receives Michael Thomas and Debo Samuel. <laughs> Wolf. Yeah. What? Someone I, traded Joe Mixon for Samuel straight up. Yeah, I'm seeing somebody traded on Wednesday Debo for Cam Akers. That's a Wolf for Wolf. Uh, mm-hmm. Which Debo I'll get for, into that. <laughs> yeah. Debo for James Cook. Yep. Debo for a 25 first and Debo for a tw- uh, Debo for a 24 first. I'm not doing either one of those things. Some I got the, do you see the one here Debo 
and a second for Kenny Pickett. Well, that's because it's super flex league. Yeah. Well, he looked like dog shit last week, so. Yeah, true. It's true, he did. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Someone, wait, one one final one. This is disgusting. Um, my boy, Amon Ross St. Brown and Kirk Cousins for Debo, Deion Jackson, and Jonathan Taylor. Somebody's rebuilding, <laughs> I guess, Jeez or something. Louise, I don't know what don't the hell they're doing. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the Niners are going to be a very interesting team going forward for Dynasty because you have the emergence of Brandon Ayuk, who's still very mm-hmm. young. Debo Samuel's kind of taking a backseat. You got George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey, who are the top ends of their positions. But again, both are getting older. Mm-hmm. And for Dynasty, <laughs> those can go one of two ways. Right, right, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. All right, you want to get into your team? Who, you want, who do you want to do? I'm sorry, what'd you say? I said, and Brock Purdy, I mean, knows with that too, as well. Yeah, that's that could turn out to be, you know, great for someone. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'll go into my dog tag for the Arizona Cardinals. It's going to surprise you, I think. Uh, Kyler Murray is going to be my dog tag. Okay. Wow, not, that's that's super weird. Why is that? Because I mean, I just think he's uh, his his mental space is not in football; it's in Call of Duty, and he's not playing. And I also think Caleb Williams is a is a couple weeks away from being a Cardinal. But no, God, God. All right, so convince I, me. I do agree with a lot of things you said. So right now, his ADP is fifty point eight. He's going around CJ Stroud and Danny Dimes. Okay. And if I'm going in kind of like a rebuild mode and I want to take the higher upside, I'm taking Kyler Murray, to be honest with you. I'm not the biggest Kyler Murray guy. I'm really not. But let's real quick, let's go into what he's done since he's been in the league fantasy-wise. Last year, finished QB 19, but he missed six and a half games. He still averaged 18.9 points a game. That would have put him in the top end of uh, quarterbacks if he would have played the whole season. 21, QB 10, he missed three games. His average was 22.2. 2020, QB 2, average of 24.4. And QB 7 in 2019, 18.6. Look, I agree with you. I do see, one, Caleb Williams uh, being the Arizona Cardinals quarterback possibly next year. There, I do think that there is a possibility where, where Kyler doesn't play this year because of them trying to get that number one overall pick. Right. But, again, if he gets traded, you know, say it goes to Atlanta. Could you imagine that offense with Kyler Murray? That would be nice. Um, they they need – they definitely – that would that's actually a good spot for him. Um, but if you look at it – so I look at it this way. Um, I'm kind of looking at – what could be coming into Arizona as opposed to what they have now. So you've seen kind of flashbacks of LeVar, LeVar Ball, you know, when the dad talks about things and you shouldn't you just oh, let yeah. your son play. But Caleb Williams saying, oh, well, he could return to school if he doesn't like the situation. Dude, you know what? Let me tell you something. If someone <laughs> – if, if I got a contract in Guam – <laughs> for here's here's 200 million dollars come play in guam i'm yeah. going there next up right. i don't even know where the hell that is but i'm on a plane the situation is going to be the money dude right right i i i think 
that'd be nice if they didn't if he did move there but it's like kind of like a he did play well in arizona but like does he need a fresh start or like arizona was kind of like they had a nice thing going and then they're like kind of like implode on themselves and then they got a numb nuts jonathan gannon who up uh, dude <laughs> he Listen, couldn't I'm he not- he couldn't he couldn't motivate a squirrel to find a peanut dude that guy is the worst <laughs> person i've ever seen hey huh, did you see the video of him how, yeah how many of you guys took the bus here how many of you guys drove that light a fire <laughs> in your belly i'd be like yeah i'm so <laughs> excited to be here it like reminded me in like the uh, the opening of the hangover when when uh, when he's reading on the roof, he's like, "I was a one man wolf pack, and then I let Stu in, and now my wolf pack grew by one." It's like, oh my god, dude! But again, I I do think Kyler Murray. I'm not the big again. I'm not the biggest Kyler Murray fan as an NFL player, but as a fantasy asset, the dude is fantasy gold. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's you know winning you games. He's you know he's going to be a good play for twenty twenty four, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm going to go into my doghouse. There's a guy we keep thinking is going to break out at some point. Hasn't really gone his way. Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore of an ADP of one sixty one point six, going around guys like Romeo Dobbs, who you love. Oh my god, I started him last week. Thank you very much. And Tank Dell, who Tank Dell, who you love. love, yeah, exactly. So we're we're both in agreement. We're probably taking both of those guys mm-hmm. over him. I think Rondell Moore is a very good player. Unfortunately, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. He played, uh, I think it was six games last year and fourteen the year before. Twenty twenty two, he finished as wide receiver eighty two, and twenty twenty one, wide receiver sixty seven. It wasn't even a good start for him in week one. He had three catches, 33 yards. And they're going to bring another wide receiver in 2024. And I think, oh, you know. I know who it is. Yeah, Marvin Jones. Or not Marvin Jones. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. If they, bring, dude, if they bring Marvin Jones in, hammer the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> to win the 2024 Super Bowl. Hammer it, dude. Yeah. So they're eventually going to be bringing in another wide receiver, hopefully, in Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, if I think there's a point where Rondell Moore is going to become a roster clogger in our dynasty rosters. Yeah. So I got to cut him loose. Yeah. If I'm offered a third, which I was during this off season for Rondell Moore, I'd take it. And I took it. It's good work by him. Yeah. I'm, I'm off him. He just, he can't stay healthy. This team is in a rebuild and you know, they're going to want to bring their new regime. The new regime is going to want to bring their guys in, you know? Yeah, and un- unfortunately, that new regime led by Jonathan the the <laughs> the corpse Gannon is going to be, you know, running that, and he's going to get a super long leash because yeah. it's a new uh, regime and it's a new um, you know rebuild. I am, you know, what currently right now I'm going to put, as we spoke about earlier, J.K. Dobbins on the trade block. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Someone's going to laugh at me. Go buy sure Kyler Murray, play? by the way. <laughs> What's that? Go buy Kyler Murray. Then you'll have Kyler and Trevor Lawrence. Dude, I love I Trevor Lawrence. I do think Lawrence. that there was a point this offseason where Kyler's price was so low, we probably should have done it. Yeah. But now they made him, I think they made him like a team captain or something. Two or something <laughs> like that I saw. So, I I mean, that. I think they 
believe he's going to play this year. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah, you want to get I'll into get in, your next one? Yeah, I'll get into mine, and that is the Los Angeles Rams. Um, it better be Puka Nakua, or I don't want to hear no, it. No, I mean, as everyone knows here who listens to the Dynasty Dog Podcast, I am a fantasy genius and drafted my guy, Karen Williams. <laughs> You know, I took him in knowing exactly who he was and exactly where he would be. No, I had no idea. And I was like, oh, look at this. I found gold. I put out a tweet last week about Williams being available in about 33% of sleeper leagues, which is kind of surprising. But, I mean, he's available. He's available. Try to find him. Try to get him. Um, Mm -hmm. He, you know, finishes running back nine. Running back nine last week, which is – that's if you're not good at math, dude, that's top 10. That is a top 10 running back right there. He's seen 15 carries for 52 yards and two touchdowns. Um, you know, I'm not saying you're going to see two touchdowns every week. Um, uh, I'd love to, like I said, I'd love to see it because I drafted him, but you know, he's a guy who seems to be finding a role in his situation. Um, and we, you know, with that, he's he's kind of taking. He took the lion's share of the carries from the incumbent Cam Akers in the red zone. And pay, I did love him. I did, but I don't love him no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, he took he took the lion's share of the carries from him in the red zone and on the passing plays. So that's huge, dude. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I mean, Cam Akers didn't have a terrible game, but it's telling yes, he did. me. He, he he's seen a lot of snaps. What I'm saying. I mean, he didn't. Uh, I thought he you didn't stat wise. No, no he's, he's seen a lot. He's seen a lot of the snaps. But what this is telling me is that you know, with the the situation with this Cam Akers contract, this could see you know ease the Rams' pain and saying, you know what, go ahead, go test it and go see if you can make money somewhere else because mm-hmm. we got a guy and like we talk about all the time, it's you know. The way contracts work out for running backs, you get the four year the four year rookie deal, you get pushed out. Right. So you know Cam Akers is on the end of his rookie deal. Here comes Kyron Williams to ease the pain. And as a as a twenty three year old dude, if you see if you if you got a chance to put him on your dynasty roster at twenty three a twenty three year old running back RB one, that's fantastic, dude. Yeah, let's so hope he continues it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could totally be a flash in the pan, like your boy um, that I can't pronounce his name on the Rams. Puka Pukanukanuga. Pukanukanuga. I'm telling you, he's going to be good. I was I was the Pukanukua fan base yeah. uh, during the summer. They really liked him, and I liked him when I watched uh, coming out of BYU. By, by wow. them, do you mean you? You really liked him? Yeah, so did the Rams. Now, what's, that brings me into my doghouse. Do you think Puka Nakua is, you know, going to be the same guy when inevitably my guy in the doghouse, that Cooper Cup returns? Uh yeah. You think I so? Mm-hmm. So he's a. You think he's wide receiver two or one? Two. Okay. On that team, two. Okay. Because he's. Be- I think he's better than Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson has done nothing. Yeah. Van Jefferson that- gets all the gets all the hype, but Puka Nakua kind of makes all the plays. Yeah. Which is I, I think it's I think I think we're going to start seeing Puka as the number two for the Rams. 
Which inevitably that could be due to number one. It's like one and a half because they, I feel like the Rams kind of have Cooper Cup as the one out of respect. Um, but do you think the I'll injuries get, are coming too I'll much? get into that now. I'm going to get into that now. So, so Cooper Cup, he's 30 years old. He's on the wrong side of 30 and he just can't stay healthy. Right. He hasn't played a full season since 2021. And year in and year out, he's consistently like taken in the first round. And I've never really seen like I guess I've never really like kind of like jumped into like, you know what, I got pick eight in like a redraft, say. I'm taking Cooper Cup. I'm take I'm looking at there's two guys that I've always stayed away from in the first round, and I may be crazy for it. Whether I'm first pick, eighth pick, twelfth pick, I've always stayed away from Cooper Cup and I've always stayed away from Austin Eckler. Um, I don't know why. But those are my guys that I just am like, dude, get the hell away from me. I don't want anything to do with it. But it's like he Might hasn't lost put leagues because of that. Hey, maybe, but like I'm so afraid of the injury bug. Like I, I look more into points that are given to me 17 or you know, starting with 17 and then or 16 and then 17 um games as opposed to Cooper Cop, who hasn't <clears throat> excuse me, hasn't played a full season since 2021. And he puts up nice numbers, and he's a good he's a good wide receiver. He turned it on wide late. Receiver. Yeah, but he's elite in such a small sample size to me. Like yeah. I don't I don't I don't know if I'm like just you know shit like jaded by like you know inevitably you're going to see Cooper Cup on the IR, dude. I'm never going into a fantasy season saying this guy may be injured. I'm I don't know what to do. So if I'm like. He would get taken what around seven, eight, mm-hmm. eight, seven, eight is right. I'm looking at the next guy and I'm like, is he going to play? My biggest thing is, is he going to play? How many games is he going to play for me? Mm-hmm. And with Cooper Cup, it's like I can't because he is always hurt. He's always hurt, and I, I'm just I, if I'm if I'm a Cooper Cup guy who has him on my roster, I'm trying to move him. I'm trying to get him, you know, off my roster. Yeah, because you know what? If you're a contender, if you're a contender now and you're looking at it like, okay, he's out for five weeks. Are you still contending right now? And if you are, then you don't need him, right? Like if you're contending right now, but if you're contending now without him, why don't you try to build for the future and continue to, to contend, right? So. I disagree because I would rather have uh, the elite talent because he is an elite wide receiver. Even in those, like you said, small sample sizes, he can put you over that hump as a champion, uh, in my opinion. So I would hold him as a contender, put him on my IR slot because, you know, most leagues have that. Wait till he's back. Bring him back because obviously you don't win in the first four weeks anyway. Right, right. But do you kind of you are you kind of pulling the pin on the grenade and waiting for it to blow up? Like, yep. When do if you I'm get rid? So you're taking him down. You're the captain of the Titanic and waiting for him to sink. Yep. So you won't. You'll ride his career out rather than trying to maybe pick this up. off season. I would move him. So do you think? Because if I if I was going to do it, I would have done it already before this season started. So do you think? When do you think his stock is? Well, I guess. Do you think his stock can drop? Because of the season, or do you think his stock is high right now? So if I trade, if I say if I had Cup, I wanted a first round pick. Would that be a crazy trade to try to make? 
No, I don't think so. Okay. I think Cup is still worth the first. Okay. Especially if you're a contender and your first is late. You know what I mean? If like if you if you see yourself as a 10th or 12th pick mm-hmm. and you say, hey, I really think like I could throw Cooper Cup on my IR and hold him until he's ready to come back and he puts me over the hump, you know, I would do you it. Know, you know what's crazy when I think about that? I say, you know, if I have Cup, I have my first round pick. I trade you for a first round pick and I have a late so say I have six and ten. That makes me I have two first round picks. My mind, and I've said this time and time again, I am trying to tank for Marvin Harrison Jr. I would offer six and ten for the one and get Marvin Harrison Jr. And then you're set. And you don't need to worry about no Cooper Cup. Somebody traded Cooper Cup in a second for Brock Purdy in a third in a super flex league. Yeah. That is the worst. What what on purpose? I guess, yeah. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I like this one. Cooper Cup in a second for Jordan Addison and uh Javante Williams. You're high on Williams. I took Williams. I took a flyer on Williams. Um I do think could... Cooper Cup is still worth just looking at this around the late first. So tr- do you think he's gonna be worth more next year? No. I don't think so. Trade him now, then, right? No, I think if again, why trade him now if I'm trying to win? Yeah, it's a slippery slope. If I can say, if you're winning without him right now, if you're winning without him right now, then keep your same roster or keep your same lineup. But that's the thing. I'm winning right now, but what so happen? You know what happens if my other best wide receiver goes down? I'm just thinking, if you're winning now without him, you can kind of pretend like you don't even have him to begin with ship him out and kind of like build a pipeline Mm -hmm. and get another guy to come in here while you're already winning. I get what you're saying. But again, if I were to move cup, it would either have had to happen already or next year at the end of the season or at the, at the end of this season. Okay. Because I think he can, you know, injuries happen, man. And you need to have, Hey, he happened a lot to Kerber Cup. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, true. a lot to him. And I mean, look at the, this week one, the amount of injuries we had. Mm-hmm. So, but I get what you're saying. Age, age and injuries hit hard in Dynasty. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, I'll get so into my you got in your, tag for, for the Seahawks. Yep. Okay. Uh, obviously, this one should be obvious to you. Jackson Smith and the Jigba. <laughs> We had him as a top 12. We both had him in our top 12 of dynasty wide receivers. Mm-hmm. His current ADP is 39, which I mean, believe since, I believe since we've done that episode, his ADP has gone up a decent amount because it, that doesn't sound like what it was when we did that episode. I thought he was in the sixties to be honest with you. But yeah, I mean, like it's before, but before, before we, when, when we did that previous episode, yeah. Uh, his week one wasn't great. Uh, he did end up with five targets, which in your first yeah. game, not bad. Three receptions, 13 yards. Which you uh, should preface this. He is injured five, as well. Exactly. He had five targets with a broken wrist thumb. Wrist. Thumb? Okay. It was a hand. So, it's either a hand injury or a wrist injury. Yeah. So something in his remember. hand, which, you know, if for people who don't really watch a lot of football, you need your hands if you're a wide receiver. <laughs> yes, you need your hands. So that's pretty, pretty good, I guess. I see him as, uh, pro- again, we put him in our top 12, so I do see him as an upper echelon uh, wide receiver, an upper echelon dynasty wide receiver. 
He was one of the better route runners of this class. Great yak. Uh, he's gaining Gino's trust. We heard that all offseason that him and Gino are forming this uh, bond. Let's hope Gino can kind of bounce back because he did not look great it on Sunday. Conveniently after signing a contract extension. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I think that I'll get into my doghouse momentarily, but I think this team is DK's and JSN's team. Mm-hmm. Like I think going yeah. forward, those are going to be your next uh, dynamic duo, like your yeah. AJ Browns and your Devontae Smiths, your uh, Jalen Waddles, Tyreek Hill. I think that could be a possibility for the Seattle Seahawks, depending I'm, on Geno Smith. I'm with you. And I'll never forget. I was, so I was my wife and I were driving down to Washington, DC. We were going to spend a weekend, extend a weekend in Washington, DC during draft NFL draft week or draft night. And I have, I, you know, I had the Bluetooth plugged in. I'm like, I'm listening to the draft. Every pick. Dun, 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 dun. My wife's like, what the fuck is going on? What the hell is this? Why are you making me listen to this? And I'm like, I look at her and I'm like, the Eagles are up next. I forget who was in front of us, but I'm like, they don't need a wide receiver. I'm like, they do not need a wide receiver. They're set. I'm like, they are going to take DK. DK. And I'm like, JJ, Ortega, Weissa. I'm like, I almost yanked my wheel and went <laughs> right into the Virginia forest. I was so pissed, dude. I love DK, dude. I love him. Um, yeah, I think I'm, yeah, a, I'm with you with JSN and DK. I think that's going to be nice. Taylor Lockett's going to, you know, ride off into the sunset and JSN's going to fit right in there. I think him and uh, DK complement each other well. I yeah. think. Obviously, DK is not like the polished route runner. He's kind of the guy that's going to like muscle through everybody. He's the brute yeah. strength. Yeah. And I think JSN's the refined guy, like the kind of mm-hmm. like a Tyler Lockett esque wide He receiver. is a Keenan Allen kind of guy. Okay. They're like, he's like, it's like a jab and an uppercut. You know what I mean? JSN's mm-hmm. the jab and DK's a knockout punch. He's going to hit you with the brute force, but. JSN's going to hit you four or five times down the line. So I, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. I like JSN a lot. You personally have got me on the JSN train. Um, You're welcome. Because I wasn't so high on him. I was more higher on Addison. Um, but I think well, JSN looks really good too. He does. I think I think JSN's more of a long game though. I yeah, think you have greater success. Time. I think you'll have greater success if you have him on your team. Uh, so this will lead me to my doghouse. Obviously, Tyler Lockett. He's going to be 31 this month. So he's not a spring chicken anymore. He's been, again, I feel like I say this for most of my dog tags that we've done, a very reliable wide receiver mm-hmm. for years now. Yeah. But last week, he, you know, four, four targets, two catches, 10 yards. Not great. Ugh. Again, the Seahawks just didn't look. You know, it's didn't so look early, up dude. Yeah. Like, it's but, hard to like kind of like, see what you're going to get just because it's so early in like one yeah. right because like like we've said we're from philadelphia so it's like we are very oh my god what the fuck is going on <laughs> like it's like oh man but it's week one you don't win the, you don't win your league in week one through four uh so i was like i was saying he is going to be 31 this month he is signed until 2026 but they have an out in 24. And I think 
they're probably going to take the out. I would imagine. You think so? Yeah, I think they're I taking think the he's, out. He, I think he's a guy that, um, much like where Yusu gets a, a thank you extension or gets a thank you, you think option so? extent. Yeah. He spent, know, his whole, he spent his whole career there. Um, yeah, so did Doug Baldwin until the very end. Yeah. We'll say Richard Sherman think, was shown the door. Yeah, that's true. Um, but well, I think done this. But there again, there's a di- there's a difference between you know a, an option and a Sherman who wanted a full you know new true. contract. No, I could agree with that. Yeah, right. I, I again, I think this is. I think JSN was brought in to be the wide receiver two of that team. Yeah, okay. the heir apparent. So I do think that there's a possibility that Tyler Lockett is gone Deuces. next year. Yep. So that's it for me. All right, that's all we got here at the Dynasty Dogs podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. I am Dynasty Dog Rich. Oh yeah, <laughs> formerly known Twitter, now known as X. I am Dynasty Dog Rich, and this is Dynasty Dog Mike. Give us a follow. Give us a listen on Spotify. And we will talk to you guys next week. Later.